It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. All you have to do is tell your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. No Joe today, though. It is Amber and Aaron today. Aaron Goldhammer. Filling in for Joe Fortenbaugh. You can find him on social at HammerNation19. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. And when Aaron and I were preparing for the show, he brought up yes. that Mark Sessler yes. has a list yes. of quarterbacks on NFL.com. Yes. And there's nothing we like more than a than list, particularly give if it me pertains some to quarterbacks. Just I'll rank anything live on the radio, especially. So I, I feel like here's what's happened, uh, Amber. We uh, Monday we had the Super Bowl recap shows. Naturally. Tuesday, you know, everybody was like looking ahead, and then on Wednesday the parade was yesterday. Mahomes <laughs> drunk giving the uh, trophy to fans, and Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey screaming at the podium. And then today is the day that all the hosts and all the writers and everybody was like, "Okay, football season's over, and what am I going to do now?" I'm going to rank the quarterbacks. And so are we going to do something fun and original here? No, we're going to rank the quarterbacks with everyone else. Now, I'll give Mark credit because he ranked all 68 starting quarterbacks on NFL.com that started a game in 2022. And actually, maybe I'm mean for this, Amber, but... I was much more interested in the bottom of this list than I was. The, like, of course, Mahomes won, Burrow two, blah, blah, blah. But who's at the bottom of the list? Who's 64 through 68 is what I rushed to see when I opened this link. So who is it? Because I am with you. I mean, there's not, probably no, I don't have the list in front of me. There's probably, and I haven't gone through it yet. So this is an exercise that we're doing together. I would imagine that there's not surprises at the top of the list. I mean, no. at some point here, we could still talk about the top 10. Obviously, Mahomes is going to be at the top of the list, blah, blah, yaddy, yaddy. Who is the worst quarterback out of all 68 that started a game in the NFL this season? Well, apologies to Anthony Brown. Do you remember what team he played for? He started a game this year. Anthony Brown started two games and completed a saucy 44% of his passes with zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and negative five rushing yards. For the wild card champion Baltimore Ravens, Anthony Brown, you are the worst starting quarterback in the NFL in 2022. Number 68 of 68. Now, number 67, Kyle Allen actually threw two touchdown passes for what team, Amber? I don't know. The Houston Texans. Uh, you don't remember these guys? They started games in the I, NFL this started, year. They were on like, their they, TV. They were there like the first snap of the game. These guys were named the starter? Yes. Imagine rooting for a team and you're all excited. You're getting the kids in the car. You're going down to tailgate. You know, Mom, who's playing quarterback today? Well, son, it's Kyle Allen. <laughs> the tickets were well, half price. Listen, I, I, I had a similar experience as a Dolphins fan when I'm watching Skylar Thompson play in a postseason. Where is he on the list? He's, oh, he's like he's somewhere. like in the middle of the pack. Skylar oh, Thompson's okay. elite compared to these guys. <laughs> Number 66 is Sam Ellinger. Now, okay. 
D- didn't weirdly he got put in? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what team he plays for? First of all, I wait, hold on. I remember watching Sam Ellinger play. Who is it, James? It's uh, Colts. It, there you go. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts. He awkwardly. I was, I was debating between Commanders and Colts. I got to be honest with you guys. And really, who knows the difference? But uh, I remember he got put in right around the Jeff Saturday hire, and it like got snuck through. Because everybody was so busy talking about Saturday getting hired as the Colts coach. No one would talk right. about this weird quarterback change. And Jacob Eason, I think, also started a game for them this year. Anyway, Sam Ellinger started four games. Three touchdowns, three interceptions. He did fumble twice. And I mean, I he... at least remember, like, I do remember that name, Ellinger. And I remember actually watching him. <laughs> I clearly don't remember what uniform. Uh, but he played enough for me to actually be aware the other guys that you mentioned, I mean, I have zero recollection of them playing in the NFL. I got to All right, num- number 65, congratulations to Trace McSorley. What team, Amber? Do you remember? McSorley. Started six I do games. remember this. Six McSorley. games. McSorley was the, I don't know. Get Arizona Cardinals. There you go. When Kyler went down. Zero. This I think he actually was rated a little too highly. Zero touchdowns, five interceptions, and two fumbles for the Trace McSorley era. And the wait, what was the guy, what were the stats of the guy who was last? I can't even remember his name now. Not oh, Allen, uh, Anthony who was the Anthony last... Brown. Yeah, Brown. he threw t- two picks, no touchdowns, forty five percent. He ran for negative five. Okay, and, so uh, that's what separated he, him from fumble. McSorley. Yes, uh, sixty four Davis Webb of the Giants. Okay. 63, Jeff Driscoll of the Texans. Boy, the Texans, Texans have a... two in the bottom Little eight. Gator. Uh, Nathan Peterman of the Bears comes in at number 62. He played in three him. games this year. I don't, I don't remember any of the three games he played. Number 61 is John Wolford of the Rams. I think you're making people up at this point. And then Bryce Perkins is number 60. And I got to tell you, when I looked at this, I've never heard of Bryce Perkins. What team is that? Also, the Rams. The Rams started Stafford, Perkins, Walford, and then Baker Mayfield came in, remember, and started a game on like two days notice and And looked phenomenal. Yes. Best Baker ever. I think it was on, was it on, was it a Monday night game or a Thursday night game? I think it was a national TV game. Moral of the story here. If you're a fan of a team and you have a good quarterback, appreciate your good quarterbacks, America, please. You could be starting Anthony Brown or Davis Mills. I mean, but that's all going according to plan. Sam Ellinger. Well, Davis Mills, I'm not sure that's fair. I feel like you just took a flamethrower to him compared to these other guys. He's a gem. But yes, I I think that uh, it's a a long fall from the top. However, I think it was the plan and going quite well according to plan for some of those teams that you just mentioned. I mean, the Texans had multiple appearances on that bottom 10. I feel like that that was part of the plan. (laughs) <laughs> and I think D- Davis Mills was the one quarterback who w- played but didn't make the bottom 10. Right, it, because it, like compared to those guys, he's a very sex- serviceable Texans quarterback. Compared to Mike Driscoll or whatever his name is. Jeff, and Jeff Driscoll, J- go yeah, Gators, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff uh, there, he's the one you knew because he played with for the Gators. And, and, uh, and then West and, Virginia, and I believe. Josh Allen? No, not Josh Allen. Kyle Allen. Kyle <laughs> Allen. Josh the, Allen would be great. Jo- you know, if Josh Allen was on the bottom of this list... That would be Mark Sessler making some waves. Yes. So Mahomes won for if people the people that are interested in the top of the list, you losers. Mahomes won, Jalen Hurts two, Joe Burrow three, Josh Allen four, 
And I'm sorry, Justin Herbert's overrated. He just blew a 27 nothing lead in the playoffs. He's number five on the list, your top five your quarterbacks, and your bottom ten quarterbacks, according to NFL.com. Wow. Uh, that is quite the list. So we got that from NFL.com. I agree with you. Uh, the bottom, much more interesting there than the top. Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. That is Aaron Goldhammer, though. Hammer Nation 19. That's how you find him. Coming up next, Tiger Woods is back on the course today. Is he still a must-watch golfer? Is he must-watch television? We'll get into that. This is ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Aaron Goldhammer filling in for Joe. Obviously, Joe is the betting expert here on ESPN Radio, and he always brings you the betting advice in our pizza money segments where we tell you not to bet the house. Well, we're still going to do pizza money here without Joe Fortenbaugh. Instead, our producer James Steele is going to bring his own betting advice, which involves no expertise whatsoever. And so not only am I going to tell you not to bet the house on James Steele's advice, but like maybe don't bet anything. Like maybe this is more like pizza topping advice. Like maybe you could throw like a few cents on it and see what happens. Take it all with a grain of salt. Let's do this. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. Or you can just bet against everything that I say tonight. Uh, that so. might or you, be the or you could just order pizza because I might no, not no, be getting no. good betting no, no, no. advice in this segment, but <laughs> I am not, getting hungry not the in bit. this segment. It's yes. not the bit, Aaron. All right, uh, pizza money number two, Devils, Blues, Devils on the money line, uh, mm-hmm. minus 155 value. Devils are second in the Metro and have won three of their four games in February. Blues aren't very good. Uh, they're 11th in the West, nine points out of a playoff spot. I conferred with our... Uh, um, our hockey resident expert, Canadian. yeah, resident Canadian and hockey expert Ryan Matlack. Before uh, I did this pick, and he likes it. So, uh, Devils on the money line over the Blues. All right, all right. All right. Can you name a Devil, James? <laughs> I I think he was reading off of a script there, written by Ryan Matlack. No, so no, I'm not no, even no. sure he can name it's anything. Definitely right my, now. it's definitely my writing. I have to oh, write stuff down because I, my brain isn't good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, yeah, Jack Hughes is uh, one of their best players. 
This is really? true. I cannot confirm nor deny. I can't confirm I, or I deny either. I yeah, why don't you name a devil then? I, 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 Mark can't. Yeah, he was hoping that you could. Fine. <laughs> Call your bluff. You could have named didn't anybody. Wayne, Aaron didn't Wayne Gretzky play for the Blues a couple years ago? <laughs> Joe and Amber's presented like by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs from quick route from blah blah blah. <clears throat> Rewind from quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at progressivecommercial.com. I was choked up because I'm just so choked up about watching Tiger Woods play golf. He has been playing in the Genesis Invitational. He said to reporters uh, before the Genesis began that he would not be playing in the event if he did not believe that he could contend or even win the event, obviously. I don't think that it's realistic to expect a ton from Tiger in terms of golf after the car accident that we weren't even sure if he was going to be able to able to ever walk again. And we've certainly seen uh, the trials and tribulations with doing just that. But in the Genesis so far, Tiger is two under in the first round. He did finish birdie, birdie, birdie. Homa is atop the leaderboard right now at seven under through the first round. For you, though, Aaron, Tiger Woods still must watch television, huh? Well, I got to say, this was riveting to watch him play 16, 17, and 18. And it was an incredible scene because he was in a group today with Justin Thomas and Rory McIlroy. So talk about a star-studded threesome to be playing the first round at Riviera. Here's the way I'll put this, Amber. To me, if Tiger Woods isn't playing, not only am I not watching the Genesis Invitational, but I'm not even taking the time to look up for one second on my phone who won the Genesis Invitational. If Tiger is in it, It was on in my basement all afternoon. That's the difference that he makes. It's either not even a story in the Sports Center updates with Kevin Winter, or it's the entire update with Kevin Winter. That's the difference still. This day and age, 26 years after he won the Masters in 1997, he still moves the needle, I think, more so than any other athlete in all of sports. It's hard for me to disagree because I have now talked about the Genesis multiple times this week, and there's zero chance that it would have ever crossed my mind if not for the Tiger Woods angle of the Genesis Invitational. That being said, for me, it doesn't work at this point in Tiger's career. Like for me, and I am a golf fan to the extent that like I will fire up the Masters. I will watch golf, but I'm only going to watch the most major of majors. You're the perfect case because you're a casual golf fan. You don't play the sport. But, yes. you know, Sunday at the Masters on the back nine, you definitely at least Obviously have Obviously that I'm on. watching yes. the whole thing. Yes, yeah. I'm watching the whole thing. I'm aware, you know, the biggest stars in this sport. I'm certainly aware of them. Nevertheless, I don't follow it closely. So I am like, yes, as casual as you get, I'm probably very representative of a lot of the population that dabbles sure. in this sport at all. Sure. And for me... I'm not going to fire up the Genesis to watch Tiger. I'm just not at this point in Tiger's career. Now it's not the Tiger. It's, I mean, it, I, I would still, you know, absolutely want to witness Tiger do his thing in person. And it's still Tiger Woods and the greatness of him and to ever get to meet him or interview him one day uh-huh. would still be very top of the list in terms of my career. Nevertheless, it's coming off of the car accident, everything that he went through physically. Yeah. It's, he's not the same player. So, I have so- zero expectations 
questions that he's let, let ever me, let actually let me, let me going question, to truly though. compete again. If right now he's five back, right. if on Sunday, if on 15, he was two shots off the lead. Then I'd probably watch. I'm I probably t- would. Then you'd probably get me there. But you're not getting me there now. You're not getting me there for the first round just because Tigers won. I mean, I'm trying to think like Muhammad Ali in boxing would take me from not caring at all to having a bunch of friends over to watch if I right. was, you know, a boxing fan, late 60s, early 70s, right? A casual one, let's say. I don't think there's like the NBA finals, whether Steph's in it or LeBron's in it or not. I'm going to watch the NBA finals, regardless of which two teams make it. And I think most sports fans are that way. On Sunday, you're watching the Super Bowl, whether Mahomes is in the game or Joe Burrow's in the game. It doesn't really necessarily drive ratings all that much. I'm guessing that that is today because this was on ESPN Plus with uh, Thomas and McElroy, that group starting at 3 o'clock Eastern this afternoon, I bet you that was one of the best performing video streams, live television events in ESPN Plus's history. I don't know if we could get that information, but all of my friends were watching this. It was on all over our office. Like I said, it was in our in our basement today. And I, I would say... I've been blessed, you know, to be live at cool sporting events. I've been to a Super Bowl. I've been to Final Fours. You know, I've been to the NBA Finals. I've been to the World Series. I cover sports for a living. Not to humble brag, but I've done a lot of stuff. I've never seen Tiger Woods play a competitive round in person in my life. And that is the ticket that I would probably pay the most for. And the person that I would want to see play live the greatest living legend there is even greater than LeBron to me is Tiger Woods. I wonder if you can apply that same principle to a team sport ever. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm not even sure. Like, can you, I'm not even sure you can compare like a Jordan to a Tiger Woods. You know, I, I feel like part of the greatness and the glory of that sort of draw, that sort of swinging the needle is an individual feat where it is Serena Williams or it is Muhammad Ali or it is Tiger Woods. And I, I just don't know because you're right. Like with the team sports, I mean, as great as LeBron is, if you're a Lakers fan, you're tuning in either way. At least it, I, you know, if you're a basketball, you and I are both hoops fans. Like we're watching the NBA finals, regardless sure, sure. of what stars are actually involved. I'm not sure with the team sports, it, it's the same with the pendulum like, swing with these superstars. Hockey fan. Okay. And if the right hockey star, if I caught the right star in the right moment, then I might get all wrapped up in it. I still don't know that it would be, I mean, even for Serena, you know, for her to be playing some tournament, like what's the tournament down in Florida? They used to call it the Lipton. I forget what they, that, boy, I'm old to call it that. I forget the one what it's in the, called. The that. one that's in Miami that Stephen yes. Ross spent all the money and I could yes. not even tell you the name that's, of it right that's, that's in, that's in, it's in March, I think. Yes. Um, you know, if Serena's playing in that, I don't really – but Tiger still, because he hasn't played, and I want to soak up every moment of seeing him on the golf course, I had that on today, and I think right like right now it's probably the biggest story in sports at 824 Eastern on a Thursday night before the NBA All-Star break. Who is the biggest sports figure – that you would still want to show up to watch. I'm curious. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Joe and Amber is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So coming up next, we want to hear from you. Triple eight, say ESPN, the greatest sports figure. Plus, are the Arizona Cardinals the worst team 
in the entire NFC? Apparently, Las Vegas thinks so. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. He is Aaron Goldhammer filling in for Joe Fortenbaugh, Amber Wilson. Find him on social at HammerNation19. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. This is ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Joe and Amber, Aaron said that for him, Tiger Woods is still must watch television. Even Stop at this what point, you're doing, put down your phone, watch no matter him what. as he goes birdie, birdie, birdie at, at the Genesis, the Genesis open in golf in February in Los Angeles. Yes, doesn't matter. Aaron Goldhammer will still drop everything to watch those moments from Tiger. So it got us thinking. Who else in sports right now do you have that connection with? Where you like, is it still just Tiger and yeah. everybody else is behind him? Is there anybody else that that kind of must watch television? Triple eight, say ESPN, 888 Mike is in Connecticut. Mike, thanks for the call. What's up, Who Mike? rates like that for you, Mike? Are you asking anyone else but Tiger or can I, can I pick Tiger? You, you can, can pick, pick Tiger. Tiger if you want to. So Tiger still does it for you as well? Yeah, unless I can go back in a time machine to 1966 when I was 12 years old and I watched Russell and Chamberlain go head-to-head in the old garden. Because Bill Russell well. was my favorite when I was a young young boy. Yeah, I mean, there but, are some iconic athletes like that, Aaron, that I can think of that I didn't get to watch because they were before my lifetime, right? I mean, you mentioned Muhammad Ali. Like, there's people like that, that right. sure. But that's I'm actually, talking about playing today. Yeah, that's actually a great question, though. If you could go in a time machine, Amber, to attend one sporting event in history. It would, would be, for me, it would be, it would be one of the iconic Michael Jordan games. Like, whether it's his flu game or any of his... Any of his crazy moments. I mean, I'd have to think about like why, which why? one or which why? finals or which. I saw I saw Jordan play live a couple times, and those would be cool. I mean, I guess you. I just I never saw. I mean, I never. Saw, I mean, obviously, I saw it on television. I was alive during, and I'm talking about witnessing it in person. I think that for me, would you know be... what I'd do? I'd go back to 1930, whatever, to the game where Ruth supposedly called his shot. Uh, <laughs> to see if it, to see if he to really see did, if he, to see if he actually did, and then I'd come back to the future and tell you on ESPN Radio what actually happened. You know what else would be cool? Like Secretariat at the Belmont would have been as he's pulling away just to see and experience that vibe in person. Yeah, it doesn't work in, for me. Would be in, no no horse racing. Don't care. Don't care about that. Oh, I, I feel yeah. like there's yeah athletes fight horses. Eh. 
That's fine. I'll fire it up on YouTube. See, secretary. Let me, let me, I don't need to let me give you, let me secretary give you a life in person. Tip. I'm good. Let me give you a life tip. Kentucky Derby in person. Do it once. I will do that, but I will do that for the experience, not actually for the horses. Like, I won't be like, oh, I got to witness, you know, whatever. Just wait until you're there and you're betting on it. And you feel the whole energy of the thing. And trust me, you'll get into the horses. If you say, if you say so. I it, do think that there are certain sporting events. I mean, I just went to the Waste Management Open in Phoenix over Super Bowl weekend. I had no idea that that was on my bucket list. I will tell you, if it isn't on your bucket list, put it on Put it on your bucket list and put it on your bucket list during a Super Bowl uh, because that was an unbelievable, insane experience. It was just like no other golf tournament you could ever, ever go to. So I, I sporting event-wise, that's also interesting. Like, What is the sporting event... That you would want to see that you haven't yet seen. You so and I have been spoiled because we've been Masters, to a lot of stuff. Yeah, I went to the Masters last year for the first time, and that cool. was that was That's awesome. Cool. And I, I always said, like, I took the stand that I wouldn't go until it was um, they they let women join. So then, I, like, once Love they that. did, then like I was like, I no longer have to take this stand, and I could go. <laughs> um, and it was pristine. I mean, there was there's not a leaf out of place. It was. As close to going to a sports church as I've ever experienced. Like, it felt like God plays golf there is the best way I could describe it. I believe Um, that. So that's amazing. And now to me, I mean, as I've gotten more into golf, you know, the European stuff is really interesting. Going to a big-time European soccer match to me is number one. That is on my list. That That is top of my list. Yeah, like a Premier League, Man U, Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, like one of the real rivalries. I'd love to do that. Yeah, that is definitely top of my list. That is absolutely something that I have to make happen at some point. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals have to make a whole lot of things happen. Yeah. And right Bottom now. Bottom of my list. I don't know that I'd want to go see the Arizona Cardinals right they, now. Certainly not close to the top of my list. Uh, I will say that Joe Fortbaugh, my co-host, typically, when he's not on vacation, he had tweeted out that the Arizona Cardinals are 80-1 to 1 to win the NFC next season. 80 to 1. Those are the longest odds of any team in the conference. Chicago, who is in front of Arizona, is 40 to 1. Significantly different odds. 80 to 1. The odds makers clearly think that the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in the NFC by far. And I. It's not that I think the Cardinals are good, Aaron, but I was honestly a bit shocked by that. Uh, wasn't it a couple years ago that they started like 8-0? Yes. They were, they were like the the darlings of the league. 10-0, didn't they start? Yeah, I mean, point? whatever. Look it up, James. I forget. Um, but look up, like, I think in 2021, they got yeah. off to an incredible start. And really, a lot of this, right, has to do with Kyler Murray. And I, I think there are worse quarterbacks, Amber, than Kyler Murray, but I'm not sure there's anybody who has a worse reputation than Kyler Murray does right now, making the amount of money that he makes. And we, we just threw out, you know, talking about the Cardinals because this came up and they interview, uh, introduced Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. Defense coordinator of the Eagles is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals today. Um, and I... I Anytime you mention Kyler Murray, a Call of Duty video game joke is definitely not far behind. The rub with them is that they have a very talented player who just doesn't do his homework because that's what his contract says he doesn't do. 
Uh, they started seven and zero, by the way, uh, just back in two thousand and twenty one. Wow. I, I, it's that contracts or that homework cause in the contract that none of us can, frankly, get past. Uh, that's going to live with Kyla Murray forever until he, you know, wins a championship, and then maybe uh, that conversation will go away. But I, I agree with you, like Kyler. There's quarterbacks that have, I think, just as bad of reputations, but not that make that level of money. I mean, yeah. you know, a Zach Wilson, a Baker Mayfield, like there's quarterbacks that other people sort of rag on or make fun of, whether fair or unfair. Kyler's not on his own in that regard. Kyler's just paid the most out of those guys. And so with that kind of paycheck, of course, comes great responsibility as well. And Kyler Murray's never really been known for that portion of things. Jonathan Gannon, though, he is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. He thinks that Kyler Murray is the future. I use the term, he's a problem to defend because what he can do. He's a legit problem for defenses. You know, he has a very unique skill set, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to working with him and showing him, hey, this is how defenses are going to try to stop you. Here's what you need to be ready for. And these are the things that we're going to do with him that's going to help him move all the way up and down the field and score a bunch of points and be explosive and protect the football. He I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he calls him elite. I don't know if Gannon is the answer there. What I will say is that I'm not one who's ever been as down on Kyler Murray as everybody else. Like, I think uh. it's easy. The go-to is the homeworks clause. The go-to is is playing Fortnite or whatever it is that you kids play these days. I... I, I don't, I've seen the snippets of talent from Kyla Murray. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think it's as inconceivable as some people think that Kyla Murray will end up being good, but he certainly would need the right coach in order to do it. You know, my problem with him, he, he's so small and he can't stay healthy. And then there's the work ethic question. I mean, if you're looking for a guy to be elusive and just run around back there, like, Jonathan Gannon's not wrong. He is an elite athlete. The guy he could is. have played Major League Baseball or starting quarterback or been a high draft pick in multiple different sports. He's an immensely talented player. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to win with him on Sundays. Do, do, by the way, do I think they're the worst team in the NFC? I don't. Do I believe in their coach? I don't. Do I believe in their quarterback? I don't. And they are married to that quarterback, Amber, with a lot of guaranteed money for a long, long time. They do. They are. I mean, that is the price of doing business when you do see the talent because we have seen the ta- like the talent is that athleticism is there, like you said, and that's hard to let walk out the door. And so those guys end up getting paid. Certainly doesn't always amount to things, though, in the win loss column. I mean, in terms of the conference. Yeah. Like I also have a hard time buying that they're the worst team in the conference. When it's a conference that does have the Chicago Bears and the Saints and the Falcons and the Panthers and, you know, I, there's teams that sure, like the, the Rams were terrible this season. Are they going to take a step forward or is their window really closed? They do have some key pieces coming back from injury next season. Uh, but also like, is Matthew Stafford ever going to be the same again? Like there's a lot of question marks in the NFC. I, I still consider that the weaker of the two conferences as we head into next season season i don't know if i believe the cardinals will be in the very bottom of it i don't i don't know that i would bet them to win it either like you said i also just think last thing on this kind of thing that the gannon hire to me is kind of a weird one first of all it comes off of a 
terrible performance by his defense in the Super Bowl. You can't tell me that that didn't affect the Big well, Bidwell's thinking. It was against here. the Chiefs, though. I mean, everyone keeps doing that, and I'm like, all right, but it was like it was the Chiefs. It was yeah, Patrick they, they Mahomes, and it they was they supposedly had this great defensive line. They couldn't sniff Mahomes, and they didn't Nobody make any can. adjustments as the game went on. I'm just saying. And then the other piece of it is what they really need in Arizona is to fix Kyler Murray. So you hire the Eagles defensive coordinator to do that just seems to me like kind of an odd one. That's what I don't like about it. What I don't like about it is that he's a defensive coordinator and you need your real problem here is being able to develop Kyler Murray. And, And that's what I don't like about the fit is I just don't like the defensive minded coach walking into that position. I don't have as big of an issue with this idea that he's coming off of not the best performance there against the Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is the least sacked quarterback in the entire NFL for a reason. Nobody can seem to touch that man, even if he has a high ankle sprain. Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. The NBA's All-Star Weekend starts tomorrow night with the NBA Rising Stars games presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Coming up next, your phone calls. This is the time in the show when we ask you to chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Your hottest takes. If you want Goldhammer's dating advice, whatever you got for us, give us a call. This is Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Coming down the stretch here on Joe and Amber. Appreciate uh, Aaron Goldhammer filling in for Joe Fortenbaugh tonight. You can find him on social at HammerNation19. You can find me as well at Amber W Sports. We are about to play some caller roulette. That's your chance to tune into the program and chime in to the program. Triple eight, say ESPN 888-729-3776. Bring us your hottest takes. Before we get to that, though, Milwaukee Bucks right now are up over the Chicago Bulls, 61-49 to at the half. The big news out of that game, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He will not return to action tonight. Wow. He left the game with injury. Apparently, a sprained right wrist is what is being reported right now. So Giannis Oof. Antetokounmpo hurt. Boy, brutal for this all-star game, Amber. Like, imagine if Giannis isn't able to play on Sunday. No Steph, no Durant, no Giannis, and LeBron's probably going to play like five minutes because he's dealing with that foot injury. A lot of the star power is kind of leaving the floor in Salt Lake City for Sunday night. Uh, Sounds like it is. Uh, Seems like I would guess that Giannis is probably not going to push himself to be available for that this weekend. But again, Giannis Antetokounmpo will not return to action tonight. Maybe good news there for James Steele because James Steele filled in for Joe Fortenbaugh on pizza money earlier, giving you the terrible betting advice. But he did tell you. To take the Bulls, uh, right? Plus eight yeah. or whatever Plus it was. Plus eight and a half. There you go. We're Plus eight and a half. only down by 12 at the half. We're okay. Uh, it, only down by 12 and no more Giannis. So we'll see what happens there uh, to James Steele's betting advice record. Let's play some caller roulette. 13 black odds. No winner. Spin the wheel. Make a deal. It's a game of chance. Let's play. Call Let's a roulette. Play. With Joe and Amber. 
stepping all over this imaging. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You'd think I would have done this before. Let's spin the wheel. Lamar, Lamar is in California. Lamar, thanks for the call. What do you What's have up, for Lamar? us? Hey, how y'all doing? We're great. I just wanted to chime in on the um, the Jets situation and the Bears situation, how they're overlooking fields and how the Jets have so many immature quarterbacks in their locker room, and, and they're not looking at Carr as a blue-collar veteran that can at least get the, the, the attitudes in the right direction in the quarterback room. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and comment on both of those friends. I do not understand this idea that Chicago would move on from Justin Fields. I think it's lunacy. I think the only reason for it is because they're trying to play hardball. I do think that they will be the 13th time ever in NFL history since the merger that the number one pick that they have traded out right. from that pick. It's only happened yeah. 12 other times since the merger in NFL history. I was surprised it's only happened 12. The Chicago Bears don't need a quarterback. They've got their guy in Justin Fields. I know he's not the coach this guy. I know he's not the front office's guy, whatever. We've seen enough from him. I think it would be lunacy for them to move on from field. So let's start there, Aaron. Uh, I think actually the one quarterback that I could see them making a move for because, you know, they just bought this land in Arlington Heights and they're trying to build a brand new stadium there in Chicago. Right. I think if Lamar Jackson came available on the market, like imagine a deal that includes fields and the number one overall pick in the draft to get a quarterback in the Bears. Who was the last good Bears quarterback? I mean, we're going. Justin Fields. Justin Fields is the last good <laughs> Bears quarterback. I mean, what, he runs around a lot, but, I mean, what does so he So does Lamar. Want? I mean, I could argue that Lamar has questions. I mean, goodness that I do, but I, I could argue Lamar is. I mean, it's not like we've seen Lamar win a Super Bowl. Yes, we saw, saw him win an MVP. VP, we haven't exactly right. seen him win a Super Bowl. There have been questions there about his arm. I'm not saying I'm one of those people that has those. I just think, listen, you got a guy on a rookie contract. Like, why would you go and Fair pay enough. Lamar monster money? You've seen the, the talent from Justin Fields on a terrible Bears team that was ripped all the way down to the studs. You build around him. You have the yeah. opportunity. And, and to let do me that. explain the car thing to everybody, which is it's just purgatory to sign Derek Carr to be your quarterback, unless you have a really good defense. But the Jets have that core. Like the, it, it is. The Jets re- have all that. So I in fairness to that caller, it's it's a bit odd that the Jets are being linked up? to Rogers and now Lamar and not so much Carr. Well, they're they're aiming for the top of the board first, and then if those options don't work out, you know, behind door number three or door number four is ten and seven in a wild card spot with Derek Carr. If they're he's not- still there, Aaron Goldham, a little bit of a Derek Carr hater, huh? I mean, it, it's, Derek, it's Derek Carr. When am I supposed to get all excited about Derek Carr? I mean, listen, we've been calling him one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league for many, many years before this season. Let's go ahead and spin that wheel. Andrew. Andrew calls us all the way from Alaska. We appreciate it, Andrew. Whoa. What do you have for us tonight? Hi. I got a, a bit of a hot take Uh Josh McDaniels will show that he has learned absolutely nothing. And much like he did in Denver, he will dip into the worst quarterback school in college football history in Florida and draft Anthony Richardson. He's learned nothing. He's going to get another quarterback who couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. 
All right. All right. Every, okay. All right. I, I think that we need to put that guy on the like the block from Joe and Amber. I appreciate the call the way from Alaska. I do not I appreciate love the guy. shot at my Amber Florida Gators bit. just unnecessarily. Uh, however, all of that being said, uh, I'm not super high on Anthony Richardson, although I mean, some of the talent that I witnessed, if you actually watched all the Gators games, game in and game out, I mean, it's, it's wildly raw talent. It is raw as raw can get. I don't know if it's ever going to develop into what you would need it to develop into. You better not in terms put him NFL on the field as a rookie, right? I mean, that sounds like a terrible idea. He's one of those guys. Richardson's one of those guys that he's got the talent. He has the things you can't teach. He's got the things you can't teach. Okay. The problem is there's a lot of things you need to be able to teach. And I just don't know if he's going to have those things. Uh, accuracy, protecting the football leaves a lot to be desired in terms of Josh McDaniels. Still TBD. Uh, the heat's going to get turned up on him, though, without Derek Carr anymore there in Las Vegas. We'll see if it goes better for him than it did for him in Denver. This has been the Joe and Amber podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.